our week here in the Word of God as we continue reading through the prophet Jeremiah. We're in chapter 5 for this uh, for this Saturday morning. Um, God's continued call for his people to repent, to turn back to him, to look at the circumstances that they're living in right now, to see how uh, uh, God has abandoned them because, because they've abandoned first God. And God's call to them, rather than saying, hey, you made your bed, you go ahead and lie in it, um, God continues to call them back to repent in him. Uh, but the refusal to do that in the astonishment of God that they that they won't do that. I think of Jesus, you know, outside of Jerusalem as he comes in and and how he weeps for Jerusalem and says, you know, how often I've called you to come back to me like a, like a mother hen wants to gather her chicks under her wings, uh, but they refuse. So here, here's that call to repentance uh, from God. Uh, chapter five starts out with something we're familiar with, where he says, "Search the squares to see if you can find a man, one who does justice and seeks truth." I'm, I'm remembering Abraham when he was bargaining for Lot over Sodom. When when God says, "I'm going to go and destroy Sodom," and Abraham, so what if there's fifty? righteous there or 45 or 40 or 35 or 30 uh, and yet God didn't even find the 10 that that he agreed with Abraham if he found he wouldn't destroy the place where I think of uh, Paul uh, laying it out for us in Romans chapter 3 where it says there's no one righteous no not one none of us can claim that we're right before God that that we've done it perfectly and that we should be saved by what we've done uh, but we fall at the feet of God we have faith in him though we believe in him we come to him like Mary and Martha came to Jesus and said you know Jesus, I know that if you'd been here, my brother would not have died, but yet I still know uh, that you can raise him from the dead. That kind of faith um, that uh, falls on our knees and, and worships him, that's so important for us to be in that, uh, be in that situation. Confess our sins every single day. Admit to God we've fallen short. We can't do this on our own. Too many times when we try to do this on our own and, and, and we fall flat, we need to come back to him. But the issue, he says in verse 3, is that at the end of verse 3, they refuse to repent. Uh, anytime we refuse to repent, we're not in a good place. We need to repent and turn and come back to God. It's interesting, he says in, in verse 6, he says, even creation, even the creatures are going to be against us if um, uh, if we don't come back to him. And and uh, um, kind of an interesting way of, of putting that, uh, how we see even even all of creation um, is is kind of set on edge. Uh, there's a there's a hostility there. There's a uneasiness in all of creation. We have tornadoes and storms and things like that. All of creation has been affected by sin. Um, only God can can straighten that out. Um, and then he, uh, God brings up the question uh, that ought to really be a question to us. God says, "How can I pardon you um, when you refuse to uh, when you refuse to repent?" Um, he says, "Even though I fed you, verse seven, uh, I fed them to full. Think about the man about how God fed his children, the children of Israel, and yet they still fell away from him. Think about them at, at Sinai, where God's giving them the covenant, and they're and they're making a golden calf." It should amaze us. Uh, and in verse 9, says, God says, Shall I not punish them for these things? And remember, punishment from God is discipline to try to bring us back to him. Um, but notice in verse 10, as well as, uh, or, yeah, in verse 10, as well as in verse 29, or I'm sorry, um, and it's verse, verse 18, uh, but God says, but I won't do it completely. I won't bring them to a full end. So God restraining his punishment is restraining his judgment, wanting to find some faithful, wanting some, uh, wanting to see that some call back to come back to him. And when they do, he's, he's going to restrain himself. He's, he's going to pull back. When you come back to God, again, think of the father in the, the story of the prodigal son who's just waiting for that son to come home. 
Um, that's what God is like to us. Um, not only not only that, but he reminds us in verse 12 that, that there's going to be deception amongst us, and we're going to deceive ourselves. We're going to say, hey, things are probably okay. Um, God's not going to do anything about this, or, or I don't think God would do this, or I don't think God would feel this way. No, we need to listen to the Word. That's why you're in the Word right now, and that's why it's good for you to be in the Word, to see God's truth rather than mine or yours. Uh, verse 12 says, they have spoken falsely of the Lord. He won't do anything. No disaster will come upon us. Think of how often we've done that too. Um, God would surely not do that and, and, and trying to justify that. But God says, don't be fooled by that. Um, and verse 14, he says, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use words like Jeremiah's and it's going to be like a fire. It's going to convict you. It's like, it's like John saying in 1 John, you know, if we say that we have no sin, we're only deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. John would go on to say, if we say we haven't sinned, we make God out to be a liar. Um, God is not a liar. He tells the truth to us. And verse 13 says that even the prophets, even some of the prophets, not uh, Jeremiah, but even some of the prophets are going to speak and say everything's okay. So we need to be we need to be concerned about what we listen to and who we hear. We need to be in the Word of God. I need to be teaching you on the Word of God only, not making up things. Well, I know the Bible says this, uh, but I think this or that. No, we need to we need to take God's Word and listen uh, listen to that. Um, verse 15 says. Behold, I'm bringing against you a nation from afar. Well, we know uh, at this time, historically, uh, the Assyrians were coming, the Babylonians were coming, and they were going to lose this land that they'd inherited from God. We were reading about that in, in Exodus and Deuteronomy. But 18 says, but even in these days, I love that gospel, but like in verse 10, but even in these days, declares the Lord, I will not make a full end of you. God's promise to restrain himself. It's his foreign work to punish. It's his, it's his uh, 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 real work uh, to save. But think of John 3, 16. Uh, he came, sent Jesus to save the world. Um, but we, if you look at verse 20, says we oftentimes say, well, why has the Lord God done all these things uh, with blinders on, not seeing what we've done, not seeing how we have fallen away? Verse 21 says, because we're people who have eyes, but we don't always see. We have ears, but we don't always hear. You can hear Jesus saying those same words too. What are we like? Verse 23 says, we're like a stubborn and rebellious heart. Um, and uh, um, rather than saying in our heart, let us fear the Lord, verse 24, uh, who's given us all that we have. Um, and he says, verse 25, interesting, your sins have kept good from you. That's why God warns us about that, uh, because only when we stay in line with him uh, is there blessing. And, and again, in verse 29, he says, shall I not punish them and shall I not avenge them? Um, surely that, that would be what we deserve. Uh, but yet, uh, God wants to withhold from that. And again, in verse 31, he talks about, again, to be careful who we listen to uh, that claims to be speaking for the Lord. If they're not speaking what the Word of God says, what the Bible says, it's not from the Lord. And we've got way too much of that going on today. That's why it's so important that you are in the Word. So be in that word um, each day as we are in our daily Bible reading. Uh, be in the word tomorrow as you come together with brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, God wants to give you his word. He wants to give you uh, the Lord's Supper, uh, the forgiveness that he gives through there. Um, and he wants to strengthen you in your walk to know that you're not alone. Um, and, and you're not alone in, in reading these daily Bible readings, too. I do encourage the number of people I find, new people I find, to say, hey, uh, catching you on the, the daily Bible reading. Encourage others to do that, too. Um, you can be walking along with them, and God can continue to speak through you. Hope to see you in worship uh, tomorrow. God bless.